I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time of day it is where you're at. Welcome to Collider Dailies. I'm John Aldritz, and I'm joined once again by Perry Nemiroff. How are you doing today, Perry? So what I've discovered, John, is I like when you do the hard work and I just get to sit here and be the passenger on this ride. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> I feel like it's, folks out there might be seeing this kind of show structure more often than they have. Oh, I, I see how it is. You're going you're gonna to shuffle everything and, off onto me. And genuinely because you're a good host. You you steer uh-huh. the you steer the ship well. I mean it. I mean it. Well, let's see if uh, I continue to steer it well today. <laughs> so today we are talking about uh, Jenna Ortega and Amy Adams joining the cast of Taika Waititi's latest film. Uh, Tim Burton's new Beetlejuice sequel gets an official title and a poster, which is pretty awesome. But first, the first thing we're going to talk about is Brad Pitt joining the cast of Quentin Tarantino's reportedly final film entitled The Movie Critic. Uh, we recently learned that just that he is joining the cast. He's going to be playing the character of Jim Sheldon, a fictional film critic based off of loosely based off of real world critic, William Margold. Uh, Perry, how, how are you feeling about this? Like this being Tarantino's supposedly last film, as he claims, uh, do you think that Brad Pitt seemingly like taking a, a strong lead position? Do you think that that is the, is that the person that you wanted to see in, you know, headlining Tarantino's last film? Um, Quentin Tarantino's choice. I'll always look forward to whatever film he wants to make next. Uh, and you know, if he, if for whatever reason it feels right for him to deem this one his last, so be it. As far, as far as the cast goes, I feel like one thing that I often get most excited about in a Quentin Tarantino movie is seeing the, the end ensemble. And I do, I do hope that he, 
he I know he's got a lot of frequent collaborators, but I also hope he leaves some room for for newer faces because Quentin Tarantino is a very iconic filmmaker with a really big platform who could change the game for an up and coming star. So I would hope that down the line, when more casting is revealed for this film, there's going to be some some newer faces or maybe some uh, faces that we've only seen in one or two titles. And this will be the launch pad that they need. Out of his frequent collaborators, who's like your like name like three people of his frequent collaborators and people that he's worked with in the past that you you feel like you need to see in this movie? Shit, that's a good question. And I wasn't prepared for it. Um I'll say I love Inglorious Bastards, so Melanie Laurent would be pretty cool to see back in a Tarantino movie. Um, oh, wow. There's so many options. I, I keep thinking about some of the ones from, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood that, that were obviously credited in the, in the movie, but they got very limited screen time. Like I, I thought, um, was it Dakota Fanning? I thought Dakota Fanning made a lot with the screen time that she got yeah. in that film. And and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing her in a more substantial role in that. I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with a with a different movie that I didn't already name. I mean, this is probably an obvious choice for me, but put Samuel L. Jackson in every single movie that Tarantino makes. I mean I was gonna I, ask, like, what do you think the over under on Sam Jackson being a diehard Sam Jackson fan. So I will never, ever say no to him being in a new Tarantino movie or any movie for that matter. Yeah, I will say, like, obviously, Sam Jackson being there would be great. I would I would like to see Leo back. I think the Leonardo DiCaprio did a fantastic job in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So it'd be great to see him back. Same with Margot Robbie. I would love to see her back. Uh, And I know that there's some like. There's there's been some bad blood in the past, but having Uma Thurman pop up, I think, would just be, you know, I feel very it would be right almost to have her there. But that's just, you know, pipe dream kind of thoughts. So, mm. oh, I like Sam's uh, suggestion, too. Um, he, he said Dakota Fanning, but also Austin Butler. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing um you know, we've already seen a lot of good from Austin Butler, but with every single role, you know, you expand that that toolkit in your range more and more. I can't wait to see him do it. Now, here's here's another one that you might not be prepared for, but you mentioned you would like to see some new faces. Do you have one one performer that you think would be perfect for a Tarantino film? So I am going to say this person because they are and I feel I feel bad not saying both now. So I'll just say both of their names and use it as an opportunity also to tease Collider Forces. But I swear it's not just a shameless plug. I genuinely believe that that these are are two of the most talented actors in this industry. And, you know, they're they're still on the rise, but both have accomplished a significant amount. And they're about to have a really big uh, 2024. It's Aaron Pierre and Kelvin Harrison Jr. You know, with with Kelvin, I've loved a lot of his work. Felt like Chevalier last year was going to be a, a biggie and especially when it premiered at TIFF I was really hoping they would take that one down the award season circuit which they didn't do which was a little bit of a disappointment to me and then with um with Aaron one of the first things I saw him do was the movie Brother which I saw at, at TIFF not last year but the year before I believe and um that movie to me again had like 
high quality written all over it and such high quality that I thought if the movie got the distribution and the backing that it deserved, it would have been something, you know, maybe not big enough to be an Oscar contender, but like at least independent spirit award kind of thing. And that movie just seemed to fly under the radar in the States, which really disappointed me. But right now they're both in the new season of Genius uh, season four. And then later this year, they're both about to get like a, a really big star power boost via the new uh, the, the Mufasa movie. The, the Lion King prequel. So cast the two of them in anything. I really do deep down believe they can do anything. You know what? Yeah. I don't think I have a better answer than that. So <laughs> like I, this is one of those situations where I asked you a question and just did not have anything. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like one, once in a while you'll catch me off guard and I'm going to give you nothing. But in that particular case, I was kind of ready. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that could go, go well in it that like, you know, there's a lot of buzz right now around Jacob Elordi. Like, I would just like to see more of him. And I think putting him in a Tarantino, give him give him some room to run with it would be really good. But outside of that, I don't have, like, a definitive answer. So that's the best that I can do for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But moving on from one uh, beloved famous director to another, let's talk about Tim Burton's Beetlejuice sequel, which got its title finally. We finally mm. found out what the sequel to Beetlejuice is going to be called, and it is simply Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, which is just brilliant. Honestly, like I was sitting there yesterday when I saw that title, I was like, I, I could not think of anything better like that's just that's almost perfect but it does it does beg the question if they ever do a third one are they going to do beetlejuice 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 or is the title just going to be him standing there (laughs) i like that i like that but i feel like it wouldn't it wouldn't help them in the marketing uh part of the process i think this title is friggin brilliant brilliant john i always get so annoyed when i don't know sequel titles get like super convoluted or they have to like put a number in it. I like, I just, I have no patience for that. Numbers only, only work some of the time, like specific titles. It it flows, but Beetlejuice two. I don't think that that, it doesn't feel right. I mean, like when they put a number for like a stand in with the letter, like, um, I mean, of course, the only thing I think about is Scream 4, where uh, I think the A was replaced by a 4, stuff stuff like that. I just, I don't know. It just feels feels silly to me. But I love, I love how sometimes I do vouch for keeping it simple and being like, just call it Beetlejuice 2. But in this particular case, calling it Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, and then leaving the hope that it could be Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice next. Like, that just... That tickles me. And anyone who's a hardcore fan of Beetlejuice knows what saying his name multiple times means. So it conveys it's a sequel. And also it is a really great nod to the fan base. Yeah, I think it's it is super clever. And while I am not the biggest Tim Burton fan and I've gone on record on the show, you know, talking about my feelings about Tim Burton, this is one that I am 
I am most definitely looking forward to. And we also, we actually also, as a little bit of an aside, we got some additional Tim Burton related news. Uh, and that is that he is apparently going to helm a remake of Attack of the 50 Foot Woman, uh, the B movie classic from 1951. Nope, 58. I was way wrong. <laughs> Perry, what are you, what are your thoughts on a remake of Attack of the 50 Foot Woman? Have you ever seen Attack of the 50 Foot Woman? I actually I never have. So I kind of like that this news broke and it you know made sure that it's back on my radar and maybe i do watch it um i don't know i like i think it 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 could be something it's you know it's it's hard it's hard to say i think in some cases you know knowing that tim burton and jillian flynn are attached like that that definitely does give the project a little bit of a boost but i would be curious to know what their plans are for for updating it, for justifying a remake, for bringing it to modern audiences. There's, there's still a lot of question marks. And, you know, I was reading a couple of, uh, a couple of pieces that reference Mars attacks just to highlight Tim Burton's ability to bring a, a 50 sci-fi movie to, to modern audiences via a remake. And, you know, Mars attacks. I just, I've seen that movie more times than I can <laughs> count. I adore that movie. So I think that bodes well in this particular case. So until I actually go and watch the original. That is where I stand on this. I will tell you that I would I would highly recommend the original. I love like old 50s B movie like monster movies and Attack the 50 Foot Woman has has over the last couple of years quickly become like in my top five of that genre. Uh, I I watched it a few times when I was a kid and then I didn't watch it again for a really long time. And every year for Christmas, I buy my mom just a big fat stack of movies like that's my Christmas gift for my mom. And I always try to make sure that there's a, a 50s B movie in there. And a couple of years ago, the 50s B movie was Attack of the 50 Foot Woman. And I think since then, I have watched her copy way more than she has just because it's just like i love that movie so much i need to just break down and finally buy my own copy (laughs) but so i am looking forward to the remake just because i do have so much love for the original tim burton is he's a kooky character he's a kooky director so i do have faith that he's going to be able to do he's going to at least make it fun at the very least which i think is what you want from a movie called attack of the 50 foot woman (laughs) so uh moving on to our third and final topic for the day i don't have a clever segue for this one so that's the best you get uh we got news that jenna ortega is joining amy adams to lead clara and the sun which is an adaptation of a book by a nobel prize winner fun fact uh and is being directed by taika waititi this is a science fiction film that uh it follows a, a robot girl named Clara, obviously, as she uh, tries to prevent teenagers from feeling lonely about their lives, which is an interesting, interesting sort of idea. I guess she's like a friend bot or something. I don't know. I need to read the book. But uh, Perry, how do you feel about 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 this idea of doing like this really almost kind of loose, soft sci fi film starring Jenna Ortega? Uh, um. Waititi. I'm I'm into I'm into this. Um, just one clarification: it's in reverse. Jenna Ortega, I think, is in. Oh. And Amy Amy Adams is currently in negotiations to co-star alongside her, unless I'm I'm oh, reading yeah. an old, older piece or I don't know. But um, 
Amy Adams, Jenna Ortega, Taiko Atiti. That yeah. sounds like a package that I would like to see come to fruition. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the market for a new book. I'm about, someone recently recommended the young adult book, The Fourth Wing to me. And I'm like obsessed with it. And I'm nearing the end of it. And I'm very sad about nearing the end of it. So maybe I will cue this up next, but I, I like, I like this idea. Um, Sometimes I feel, especially as of late, very conflicted about being into uh, artificial intelligence ideas because, I don't know, a lot of movies out there do seem to perpetuate the problem and not necessarily highlight the warnings. But there's something about this one that, you know, just seems kind of impossibly hopeful and charming where I can't really deny the appeal of the premise. And I would really be interested in seeing what Ortega does with a role like that. I mean... That that's not the easiest, not that any character is easy to play, but, you know, if she is um, this artificial friend, you got to find that that perfect or appropriate balance between coming across like like an artificial intelligence entity, but also feeling human enough that she can have this effect on. I believe it's um, Amy Adams's daughter who winds up adoring this new robot companion, but apparently she suffers from a mysterious illness. So that I'm curious. And then the other, the other line, this is actually kind of important. It says, this is the story of Clara's quest to save Josie, the daughter and those who love her from heartbreak and how in the process, Clara learns the power of human love. I mean, those are those are really big, powerful ideas. And if this movie really nails exploring those, I think it could be incredibly effective. Yeah, it definitely, it sounds like one that is very much like, like there's definitely going to be room for humor with Taika Waititi helming it. It, There's going to be that sense of humor, but it's going to be, I feel like almost a a sort of bittersweet comedy in, in sort of a way, very character driven, very heartfelt sort of thing. And I think that General Ortega has shown that she has the capability of doing that kind of that kind of work. Um, so I'm really hoping that this is going to turn out as good as it as it seems to be. And again, adapting a book from a Nobel prize from a Nobel Prize winner, uh, there's definitely some super solid source material there. I did do a little bit of reading about about him and the book last night, and it, it sounds super interesting. So I'm definitely going to be on board for checking it out. Yeah, I'm, at the very least, I'm going to go buy the audiobook. I don't yeah, read words. At the very least. People know. I don't read words. On, that's a lie. I read a lot of words on pages, but I like audiobooks. I like the, per- I like the performance that comes with it, and I like that I could take my book anywhere I want to go. I rely on audiobooks just because with how much with how much I work, if I didn't listen to audiobooks, I wouldn't get through books. Like uh-huh. I just I just straight up don't have the time to like sit down and oh. read a book. I'm a bit of a, I, I, I get I'm through a, a lot of audiobooks. I'm a I'm a I'm a slow reader and I also love that my audiobooks kind of like I I don't love like getting ready in the morning. Like I'm just not like People who like I would much rather spend all my prep time like prepping to do my interviews or prepping for this episode of Collider Dailies than like prepping to make myself look screen appropriate. I just can't stand that. So the audiobook is what I listen to while I'm getting ready in the morning. And it just That's like solid. helps pass the time for something I'd rather not be doing. I'll usually have audiobooks going, obviously while I'm driving, but also like if I'm editing a video or something. 
I'll have that on because I'm not the kind of person who can listen to music being a musician. If I listen to music, I find myself sitting there and breaking it down and like taking it apart. Uh, so I have to listen to podcasts or audiobooks or something like that. Can I ask uh, you so, a question, John? Yeah. Hit me with it. What's yeah. the last audio book you've listened to? Uh, I am working my way through the, uh, the high Republic books, the star Wars high Republic. Oh, books. So star Wars audiobooks are so good. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. I actually just finished the first one. I have a laundry list of ones to get through. Can, uh, I, so. can I recommend one for you? Yeah, hit me. What you got? <laughs> I'm a little obsessed with the Death Troopers books. Book. It's like if zombies exist and yeah, I, I actually galaxy own, far, far away. I own the physical book and I've had it for a few years. I've just never gotten around to actually. As a horror it. lover and Star Wars lover, it's probably no surprise that that particular book oh, yeah. was right in my alley. It is definitely on my list of things that I have to get through. Uh, so before we go, let's jump over to the chat real quick and let's let's go through and see some things. Uh, Sam Red says, breaking news, Catherine O'Hara is in Last of Us Season 2. That is actually hey, not, hey. That is not 100% correct. Uh, as being reported, she is in talks to join Last mm-hmm. of Us Season 2. So close to being in it, but still along that line. I had I had to like, as soon as I saw that, I went and I, I was looking that up while you were talking there at the Good. end. But good news right there. I'll take it. Yes. I think I like if you had asked me, hey, John, who do you think should be in Last of Us season two? Uh, I wouldn't have jumped on Catherine O'Hara, but I don't hate it by any stretch of the imagination. I think that she is spectacularly talented. Uh, so having her along, she's sadly probably not going to get to be nearly as sassy and sarcastic as she is in Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe, maybe she will be. They could use a little bit of comic relief there. Yeah, uh, we got some people calling out the Long Legs trailer, which I have Did not dropped. Did, did it, it drop? Did it drop while we were? I, I'm so mad, John. I've literally been waiting all week to program that on Collider yeah, Daily. Of course, it dropped while we were doing this. Oh, I'm uh, so annoyed. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. I'm seeing the teaser, which we've had for a while. I'm not seeing the trailer yet, unless it's on a platform that isn't popping up on Google. AMC MK Songbird says AMC's Twitter dropped the teaser. Ah, okay. Tommy, we can't do a live reaction because we have to listen to it, and then um, and then the video will get will get dinged. So let's yeah, see. we won't do that. But I'm gonna be very excited to watch it after this. That would be fantastic, and that would be something that we could do, but not for copyright reasons. Uh, so yeah, that's what we have. Some exciting stuff to end out the show. Uh, before we go, Perry, do you have anything uh, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about that's coming down the pipeline? Yeah, I'm just going to emphasize that tomorrow is Collider Forces Day. That's when we're going to drop the episode with Calvin Harrison Jr. and Aaron Pierre right here on the Collider Extras YouTube channel. You'll be able to find it pretty early in the morning tomorrow. And, um, you know, if you like it, it's always appreciated. If you could comment on the video, if you can give it a thumbs up, if you could share it. I mean... You know, all the all the basic YouTube traditional stuff. cliche plug right there. But it does, you should also it does do for this episode of dailies. Yes, that and is well. every episode of dailies. That is well. We got to get better about that. I know that some people hate at hate when people ask for that kind of stuff. But we should probably do that a little bit more. Subscribe, like share. Yeah. Follow if you're listening to us on the audio platforms. All that sort of stuff. You didn't hear that. <laughs> I was about to end that by saying Gucci like in uh, you see eighth grade. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, <laughs> it's right? so that, good. Yeah, that's Gucci. 
Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, definitely go ahead and check out Collider Forces and also just check out Collider.com. We got some fantastic stuff over there. Fantastic interviews coming down. Uh, fantastic articles, all sorts of stuff. There will probably be a breakdown of the Long Legs trailer. Also, be sure to check out our social medias because judging by the fact that Perry is so excited about Long Legs, I guarantee you she'll probably tweet something about the trailer. So if you want to get her one. thoughts, that would be the place to get it. Uh, just the same as mine. I will actually go watch that after this uh so with that being said that is the end of this episode of collider dailies and the end of this week of collider dailies episodes we will be back on monday with our usual stuff same bat time same bat place i hope you have a fantastic weekend and we'll catch you on monday